Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode number 24 of Chilled and Killed, a true crime podcast where we discuss a crime over a glass of wine or two. We're your hosts, Sam and Amanda. And this week is part two of our Casey Anthony story. So we continue to record. Um, you guys are just listening in. So like later on. So yes. yeah. And we actually did finish mm, those two bottles of, of bottles. wine. <laughs> All three. Well, we're still in the third, but we're going to tell you what we're going to crack into after mm-hmm. we finish this glass of wine. So for the wine of the second episode, we're going to drink Blue Lobster uh, Bayside Blend Red Wine. It's a winery from um, Portland, Maine. Yeah. Panda and I actually, when she visited me, visited visited me in Maine, we went to this winery and it was super fun and it's kind of cool because the wine is actually in a can, so we're going to crack a can, but it's going to be wine. Yep. But we're not going to do it just yet because we still both have Cab from Skull and Chain. Yes, from Skull and Chain. Yeah, so we both still have some Cabernet Sauvignon from our part one of Casey Anthony that is in our glasses right now so we'll probably like go over the story a little bit and then stop and discuss wine and yeah go from there so yeah so whenever we finish these glasses we'll take a mini break and we'll tell you about the bayside blend which is a red blend so which uh, we've also had it must be red blend it says red wine but it's bayside blend so Yeah. yeah Okay, we're going to jump right into it, but also just note that if you're coming into this um, without having listened to episode number 23, which is part one, then go back and listen to that one because that case is crazy up to that point oh in that one, God. and you really need to hear that one to understand. Yeah, I mean, just don't be stupid. Go back right. to part one part before one. you listen to part two. Yes. So, are you ready? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> Am I? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, we're not even, listen, we're not going to even like touch on what happened in the first one because we're just rolling into it. So um, let's just say that shit's going to go crazy real quick. Okay. Okay. A few months after um, you know, Casey had gotten out, it was December, oh, gotten out from of, the other charges. Yes. yes. Yeah, and a few neglect. months from now, she's been charged with murder. Yeah. So, a few months later, it was December 11th, 2008, and a utility meter reader, say that fast three times. Yeah. Utility meter reader. <laughs> utility meter reader. Utility meter reader. Actually, I Actually, did pretty good. you did somehow that just fine. So Now your turn. <laughs> no. No, no. Anyway. But he had stopped alongside of the road to pee. <laughs> shit happens you gotta you gotta go fuck was her body found okay go on go and on. well he was peering into the woods he was kind of you know whatever and he saw something that just didn't look quite right so he went over closer and he poked at it 
And it was extremely fucking startling. Uh, he ran back to his truck. He called his supervisor, who immediately called 911 to report finding a human skull. I see why you said skull and chain matches are... Yeah, kind of disturbing, right? <laughs> oh my god, I have yeah. chills. Didn't do that on purpose, by the way. That bottle was already open. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So, okay. Forensic anthropologists are called to the scene to come collect the remains. Um, How did this guy see a skull? You know, actually, it's a damn good question because I can show you crime scene um, pictures and it is heavily florida wooded yeah (laughs) like we live in the north of northeast so wooded here does not look the same as wooded in florida yeah but wooded in florida is jungle jungly yeah yeah very much and so it's very wooded there so i don't really know how he saw it he must have stepped in just far enough to you know get off the road yeah and just he just saw something that didn't look like the rest of the environment so super weird um Im- Im- impeccably placed place to go pee <laughs> because if yeah. you weren't if you were 20 feet down the road you might not have yeah you might not have yeah exactly so wow so these forensic anthropologists by the way that for a while was like a job that i really wanted was to be a forensic anthropologist or a crime scene analyst but i'm not. i still think you should go <laughs> nah, you have a pretty good job right now i but. do and i'm just like too lazy to go back to school now but damn i want that job <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so they're called to the scene to come collect those remains. Dr. Jan Garavaglia, she's also famously famously known as Dr. G. Um, she's pretty badass, actually. She's written a book. She actually had her own TV show. Goodness. TV show <laughs> called Dr. G, Medical Examiner. Um, my mom and I have watched that a couple times, actually. Really? Yeah, like she's she's pretty cool okay um she was the chief medical examiner for the orange and osceola counties so Hmm. she had the duty to identify the remains and determine the time and cause of death of obviously the body found in this area so she described this scene as 20 feet off the road with uh lots of ground vegetation with two torn open black plastic bags the garbage bag kind as well Were uh, the, was there any piece of pizza in there maggots <laughs> just questioning no that'd be great right yeah feed, <laughs> feed the uh, story the way casey wants it to be yeah heard. exactly yeah no so um so there's the black plastic bags as well as a large white canvas bag and there were bones in the bag and now mixed into the vegetation as well so they had kind of been scattered now did they think like an animal came in yeah okay um, and just nearby the body and those bones is the skull, which is what the worker had found. And with the body, which is now skeletonized, um, they had found a baby blanket or at least, you know, a small child's blanket with Winnie the Pooh and Piglet on it. Like that was the printed pattern on it. Very <sighs> tragic, obviously. Wow. Yeah. So the body, like I said, was completely skeletonized when they found it which suggested that it had been there for quite some time. And it had been, but also remember that this is Florida in July, June, July. So, oh, my my bad. This is Florida. I was going to say, I thought it was in December. December. Yeah. But the body had been there for some time. Since June, Since July. Since June, July. So, yes. Yeah. So there was a lot of heat involved in Florida swampiness, so it's it easy for the body decompose. to decompose. Yeah, pretty quickly. Yeah. 
Um, also, <laughs> one of the most shocking things was the location. Do you have the photograph in your notes over there? Um, I don't know if they copied over. I don't think they did. I don't so think I will so. show you. But it is around the corner from the Anthony home. This red circle here, which guys will post this on Instagram, but this red circle here is where the body was located in the woods. Not okay. far off, like 20 feet off of the roadway. Mm-hmm. This red line indicates the pathway towards the Anthony house. Right here. What the fuck? Can I um, put in a quote here? <laughs> yeah. She's okay. She's not far. She's not far. You're right. She's not far. (laughs) If you guys don't remember from our last episode, because I don't know how far along they're going to be split. They're going to be like a day apart, ideally. Okay. Well, there was a conversation between the mom and Casey Anthony. So, Cindy and Casey, where Cindy was like, well, what is your gut telling you? Is she safe or whatever it was? Yeah. Casey said, I know in my heart. I know she's okay. I know in my heart she's okay. She's not far. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, bitch. She's not she far. She wasn't far. We literally said, you made a statement. She's okay. She's not far. She's literally around the fucking corner. That pisses me off. Oh, Also my pisses God. me off in the sense that they had a huge search. search team. That is not far enough for the search team to have not found. I don't understand. Did they have the search team go in that? They had to have had the I would have assumed you area. would have searched the surrounding areas of the home first in a search. Like, it's a large search company. And then that's like what they're and to known find for. Two garbage bags, and a, and the blanket a, and the um. And what do you think? What about the, the cadaver dogs? I don't know, dude. I I don't have any idea. It's it's baffling you to me. You would think that yeah, if there's a sorry, if there's a blanket, they would have used. I mean, unless the cadaver, yeah, if the cadaver didn't have like, or if the dogs didn't have, like, it wasn't happening at the house. Maybe it was happening at the impound lot. But like, you would think that you would bring dogs to the house and then pick up a scent of like Kaylee. Yeah, I'm not sure. All I know is that this utility meter reader, utility meter reader. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he he found he stumbled upon the most gruesome thing he'll probably ever see in his life. Poor guy. Um, yeah. So, December 19th, now, remember, it was December 11th that the body was found. So, now, December 19th, Dr. G confirmed in a press conference that the remains are, in fact, Kaylee Anthony, and the cause of death was ruled a homicide. Okay. Yes. In an did they real like, did they figure out, okay, homicide can cover so much. Right. Well, for now, we're just gonna say that it's ruled a homicide. I will cover... Literally, listen, guys, okay, I'm going to cover this in depth. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. So, not to worry, but um, an interview on the Investigation Discovery show, um, Dr. G said that because the body was decomposed to the degree that it was, it wouldn't be possible for her to exactly say how Kaylee died. Okay. Um, but there was at least enough information to determine that it was homicide based on the circumstances i.e. being found discarded in bags in the woods decomposing because that's not what you do if you accidentally or what have you like somebody wouldn't accidentally be put in a garbage bag right nothing of that looked like an accidental death it looked very intentionally placed intentionally discarded Mm -hmm. so the police are now able to get a warrant to search the anthony house um, they really just want to find anything that could link the crime scene to Casey or the house in some way. 
They immediately discover that Kaylee's room is decorated with no other than fucking Winnie the Pooh. Of course. So, this blanket found with Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. How does she get out of this? (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, if you remember that blanket, yeah, they match. They also found the white canvas at that scene. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, guess what? That fucking matched too. That, actually, was a laundry bag that was sold in a pair set. (laughs) And in Kaylee's bedroom was one, and the other one was not there. Because why? Well, Kaylee was wrapped up in it. How, how did she get away with this? Well, like, literally everything points to her. I know. Well, we'll see. Oh, my god! Also, remember that Casey still claims that Kaylee was abducted by the nanny. Yeah. However, obviously, it's clear that that shit's not adding up because Mm -hmm. of all of these things that are found at the scene, which directly link to the bedroom, which the nanny didn't have access to. She wasn't staying in the Anthony house. She was claiming she always brought uh, Kaylee to Zenaida, Zanny. Which who didn't exist, but okay. Well, Well, she did, but she didn't. Right, right, right. So, obviously, with this first-degree murder, it's all connecting. So... No, the first-degree murder charge, sorry. Yeah. The 100%. media... Yeah. The media surrounding this case is getting wild at that point. And for the general person who was following this case, you know, like me, <laughs> it would seem clear as day that Casey murdered her daughter. There almost seems like there's no other option. Yeah. Because she never reported her missing. She claims the nanny took her. She appeared to have a general lack of concern or really even empathy. Her defense attorney, who was Jose Baez, remember... Um, He, however, stated over and over and over that she was innocent and would show this in court. So he was pleading that she had no involvement. Correct. That she was completely innocent. That's a tough case to prove. Right. Because it's not even like she's she's trying to prove like, or he's trying to prove like. Rather than saying it was an accident, he's trying to prove that she didn't have any involvement by saying she's innocent. Right. Three years after Kaylee was found, May 9th. 2011 they start the jury selection process which you asked me about in the first episode yeah because yeah it would have been nearly impossible so to find i was gonna say anyone if she was had a kate if she had her that that is what i thought okay maybe she didn't have a fair jury or something because everybody in florida knew about this because they had open records and just the media covered it so heavily yeah so how did yeah. she have how did they find somebody who's going to be like yeah i can take both sides very unbiased well obviously like you just said yeah it was hard to find anyone in orange county understandable Um, and honestly it was pretty hard to find anyone in america who wasn't aware or already decided about this case yeah so they chose to select a jury from elsewhere they could have opted to put her elsewhere and just have the entire trial somewhere but they chose to keep it there but they brought the jury in from elsewhere smart yeah and I personally have never gone to a courthouse to watch a trial happen. Yeah, me neither. Um, but it is somewhat popular, especially in, like, cases that are high profile like this. I mean, I have seen Judge Judy before, but... <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> but But realistically, some people do try to go to the courthouse and go, like, have a seat in the courtroom mm-hmm. and watch these, like, in person. So, this case being 
as high profile as it was, there was literally people standing outside of the courthouse at like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning because it was kind of a first come first serve. So they were allowing like an amount of space for media, an amount of space for yada yada. And then everything else was first come first serve. So people were going crazy. They, They were having actual fist fights outside (laughs) trying to get a spot inside because they felt strongly about this case wow so the trial began on may 24th 2011 and for the next two months all of those jurors that they brought in were sequestered in a hotel so do you know what that is i'm assuming by context clues it means that they all stayed in that hotel like so they couldn't leave so they couldn't discuss any information with any outside like they were literally there for the entirety of the trial yes and the prosecution obviously wow i did a good job you did yeah (laughs) um it was it's so that there's no outside influence really yeah because in a high profile like family or friends or media in the area anything like that you don't have the tv like you can't watch tv your food is brought to you in the hotel like yeah you're in lockdown yeah which is fine for a case like this you want that right true but it is a lot to ask of someone Mm-hmm. The prosecution clearly was going to focus on Casey's lies, her odd behavior, and not reporting her child missing. Uh, the car. The car. The people. Who, oh, I guess that falls under lies. The Zanny who didn't yep. exist. Yep. Um, the surprise, surprise when she said that her child was found dead. Yep. Yeah. She left the car to get towed. It smelled like decomposition yeah Yeah, like the whole shebang right every weird thing and lie she said yeah but what they do need to prove is why why would casey anthony murder her daughter well she didn't want to be a mom in the first place bingo right i do remember that yeah that is one thing that like i remember her motive being well she wanted didn't she want to give her up for adoption Yeah, yeah which is fine not everyone wants to or has the ability or whatever yeah. I applaud her for recognizing that and wanting to give the child up for adoption, but she didn't. Yeah. And now look where we are. They actually do end up talking to a longtime friend of Casey, and she again tells them that Casey didn't want to keep the child. When she found that she was pregnant, she wanted to give it up for adoption, but her mom wouldn't let her. So they focus on Casey wanting to live this child free life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. According to People.com, the case has over 400 pieces of evidence and 91 witness testimonies. So, there's a lot for everyone to see and hear. Like, a lot. That's a lot of information. Yeah. And she still gets away with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we continue... Oh, damn, girl. Oh, fuck. I gotta drink this. (laughs) not before we continue Mm -hmm. we're gonna give it a minute never mind we were gonna open a bottle or the can you can open yours i'll just keep open yours okay we'll open the can so we're gonna before we go any further we're gonna open up the you need a drink break (laughs) this bitch is stressful (laughs) ready sounds Sounds like like i'm opening beer (laughs) (laughs) it's wine promise (laughs) oh it's wow good yeah so this the lobber <laughs> yeah the blue lobber <laughs> on the can this is funny it says all for wine wine for all oh my gosh <laughs> and it Amazing. says it's a bright vibrant and juicy with bursts of aromas and flavors of red fruits 
that's basically what we've got the red lover blue lover the blue lover <laughs> i the don't red know why wine, blue lover. yeah <laughs> sam and i started calling it the blue lover when we were there <laughs> yeah and it stuck <laughs> granted this was a year ago mm-hmm. <laughs> damn almost like an exact year ago that's insane how was that a year ago? Also, when Sam and I recorded remotely every other weekend. Yeah, what a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll say that this one's, like, much more fruit-forward flavor, uh, fruit-forward smell. And it's, like, fine-flavored, but is it my favorite? No. No. I think my favorite of the night is almost at Merlot. I know, the apothic. I know. What apothic is happening? Is always coming in clutch. We're really on the fourth wine of the night, guys. Yeah, actually. <laughs> they weren't all full, but they are, we're still on the fourth. Which is your favorite apothic still? I don't know anymore. Apothic cab. Apothic, apothic cab is so good. It's smooth. It's not the best cab in the world, but no, it's but good it's of a, a flavor. You know what we should do? Have a wine tasting of, of all, all apothic. apothic. Because sometimes I'm like, do they just taste the same? But they don't. No. They really don't. Like, Inferno is completely... Sorry, what is it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it again. <laughs> you said it right. I know. But I almost but you did <laughs> Inferno? <laughs> oh, no. You can tell we've had some wine now. Yeah. <laughs> we've got the giggles. Yeah. No, oh. that one's smoky and, and bourbon-y. I liked it. Apothic Cab is just your typical cab spicy sweet though sweet for cat spicy yeah sweet and spicy crush crush is just caramely yes dark oh dark is like your typical dark dark is very kind of astringent but a little astringent not terrible merlot's fruity juicy and plummy very good white is i do enjoy yeah i haven't had that one in a while we should make we like a. Back. We should we should do that for like a summer sangria style Ooh, thing. Ooh, and even you know what we should do for a sangria? What we should do that as a summer sangria. Apothic Crush is a caramel apple sangria. <gasps> oh, bitch, yes. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm so excited for fall, even though it's July. I know you and me both. You, me, and Alyssa. Because yeah. literally, Alyssa and I watched Hocus Pocus last night. Did you? Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. I love you guys. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> That is yes, so exciting. Was... You just needed a sangria to go with it and yeah, some like. It went perfect. Like... We had wine. We had some of the skull and chain. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's why I was open already. <laughs> that's amazing. Ugh. You needed to do it when it was like thunderstorming because I feel like that's when you Ooh, could be perfect. cozy. Yeah. So, all right. You know what, guys? Sorry. All right. Let's keep going. Mm-hmm. We're going to get back to this. So now we're going to go back to the defense or not even back. We're going to go to the defense. And um, because the defense now gets to defend. Uh-huh. These reasons huh. that the prosecution has laid out. So all of the lies, yada, yada. Jose Baez comes in and says, it's simple. Why does Baez sound like biased? <laughs> right. Jose Baez. <laughs> yeah, he is. Anyway. Yeah, but on the wrong side. Yes. Uh, anyway, so he comes in and says, it's simple. She never was missing. And you're like, huh? Because, yeah, same. Well, yeah buckle up bitch because this is about to get fucked up <laughs> okay she okay. you'll never guess you, you literally could never guess what he's about to drop here so he's about to drop oh yeah okay i'm gonna just sit back and, and just wait because the defense up. just goes on a wild ride so 
Baez claims that on June 16th, which was the last day that anyone ever saw Kaylee, Cindy went to work, per usual, and so Casey and George are home with Kaylee, right? Wait, did this actually happen? No, no, no. So, this is just what Jose is laying out for okay, okay. His, his side. theory. Yes. Okay. His defense to what the prosecution has laid out. Gotcha. So, they're there, and they can't find Kaylee anywhere. They're looking for her everywhere. They're calling her. They're looking in all the rooms. Yeah. Well, then George goes out into the backyard and finds Kaylee in the swimming pool, and he scoops her out as Casey's running out of the house and yells, Look at what you've done. Your mother will never forgive you, and you'll go to jail for child neglect for the rest of your freaking life. As, like, Jose said this. Jose said that George said this. Um, you can watch that. There's a clip of that. What did George say? Oh, well, he's not allowed to be saying anything right now, because he can't dispute that in court right now in any sort. He actually can't dispute it in court, like, at all. Like, that's not what Does he's there for. Does anybody ask... Like, what's her face if this is the actual thing that happened? Casey? Yeah. Well, Casey's never going to deny that because that's an easy out for her. It was an accident. Oh, my. So, yeah, I mean, I really would recommend that everybody goes and watches this clip. Wait, was Mm -hmm. her body found in two bags or one bag? It was like a two-bag situation. Two bags, like, double-bagged or two bags, like, two separate bags? I'm not, oh, not two separate bags. I I, I think it was either double bagged and or kind of like bag on one end bag on the other end kind of tubular bagging Uh, i'm not sure exactly but two bags i was gonna say if she was found in two bags and she was already decomposed and then played no no or she was chopped up oh god no okay yeah no no and i know she wasn't chopped up for other reasons so we'll get to that but um well jose claims that casey begged her father to help her and that casey didn't dispose of her body george did he was the one to put her in the plastic bags. And he also added, well, Baez also added, that George used to do that to their family pets that died, burying them in the yard. Sure, people do bury their pets in their yard. That's not even weird. What's weird is to bring that up in the same relation to a missing, now found, dead two-year-old. Yeah. Out of the blue. So now he's pinning this on George? Yeah. So now he's like, my person is innocent. You really should be looking at this fucking asshole. Yeah. Who's not actually a fucking asshole. Yeah, no. He's not lying. And who's literally like, I don't want to believe that my daughter could have been capable of something yeah. like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We have two liars yeah. who are working very closely together. Yeah. So how does Baez address her, her being... Casey, how does Baez address her constant lying? Uh, because, yeah, remember, you know, she was lying about Zenaida. She was lying about her job. She's been lying about fucking everything. Well, he doesn't disagree at all that Casey is, in fact, a liar. But he says that Casey has been taught to lie by her father to hide sexual abuse from him from the age of eight. I'm, I, it comes out of fucking left field. He just, he literally even says, like, and I didn't write this down because I wasn't actually going to say it because it's pretty fucking rude. It's rude to even put these accusations out there. I would, because they're accusations not founded by anything, but that 
I can't pause. I'm going to look up this quote, guys. Wait, Mm -hmm. what the actual fuck? So, is that proven to be true? Did Casey say anything about, like, that happened? Like, is this something that there's actually, like, room to stand on? None. Mm -mm. No room? Mm Mm-mm. What did Cindy say about that? Mm, nothing. Wow. So now they're fucking blaming the dad for all this shit when the dad's like, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I can't find the quote, like, quickly. But basically, I know that it said something like, um, paraphrasing here, but that when Casey was, like, 13, I think, that she would wake up and then have her father's penis in her mouth and then go to school and talk to her friends like nothing ever happened yeah that came out of casey's that came out of bias's defense from fucking nowhere what yeah that's the his his um reasoning for her lying was that george used to like molest her and taught her how to lie Okay, like, I don't want to discredit that if that's real, but, like, if there's nothing else to prove, like, if that wasn't proven to be real, how can you just throw that out there? Also, it's literally not relevant to Kaylee's death. Well, if he's saying that that's why she lied and that's why she's, like, lied about everything, you can't just... I mean, I think it's, like, a, it's, like, a character thing. Like, she's a piece of shit. Well, I completely agree with you. That's, I think, what he's getting at. But I will tell you, like, right now that, and I'll touch upon it later again, that the judge doesn't allow this to be brought up again. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Just note that. (laughs) Good to know. Yeah. So... So he literally, or the judge is literally saying that this has no peace in the court right. for this case. Right. That's a different case. <laughs> right. Right. We'll talk like, about this at a later date. If that <laughs> needs to be addressed, that needs to be addressed, but that is not this. That is not this. Okay. So. Okay. So That now, answers my question. Yeah. <laughs> and, and to further answer your question, there has never been evidence brought forth to, to prove, prove that. that. So. So Baez is also just a liar. He is overzealously representing his client, I would say, in that moment. <laughs> but that's my opinion of that. I, I just think that that was not all right to bring in. But, you know, hey, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> True. So now with all of that, the prosecution gets to take their side. And they brought George on the stand and they asked him if he ever sexually molested his daughter. And he said, no, sir. Then they asked him if he was present in his home when Kaylee died, and he said, quote, no. When I heard that today, it hurt really bad. And he was, like, on the very verge of losing it Understandably. Yeah. Now, they brought in the recordings between Casey and George from visits between, or before the trial. So, you want to be dad or you want to be Casey? Dad. Any stuff you want to talk to me about? Anything? It's just nice hearing everything that's going on. I mean, I miss you guys. And I love you. I just... I know. I know you do. I love you too. 
You've been a great dad, and you've been the best grandfather. Don't for a second think otherwise. I want to see all of you, but I wanted to see the one person that I've been so far disconnected from the longest, and that's been you. What the fuck does that mean? Well, to be honest, I don't know, but the fact that she did just say you've been a great dad and the best grandfather doesn't really... You've been... Doesn't You've really... been a good grandfather. You've been a good dad. Meaning that she's, I mean, well, like I said, at this point, they know that she's dead. She's but... dead. But I think what I'm, actually, but that recording is pre that anyway. But what I'm getting at is that that doesn't necessarily, there would be no reason for him to, for her, this isn't public for her at that point in time. Yeah. And why would she say all of that shit to a person who molested her and yada yeah. yada? Like, that's your argument. And then that is that they don't connect yeah. very well that is all that is all that is so it, it just kind of shows like a healthy loving relationship not one that's been forced since I the see age what of you're eight. bringing in yeah yeah and um then the defense can question george and rather than asking about the alleged sexual abuse that bias talked about in his opening statement he makes a new statement slash sort of question saying quote in january 2009 you attempted to commit suicide did you sir oh shit to which george answers quote yes sir i did and then they asked him a few more questions and george just really broke down on the stand like so bias's ability to get his people to be proven not guilty if you will is by just bringing up a bunch of other information that's not relevant to the right, case. Like shifting blame yeah really rather than addressing yeah because he has nothing else that he can be like she didn't do it because right. there's so much evidence so he has to be like hmm this is your but fucked up family life <laughs> right yeah i mean that's fucked up to mm-hmm. bring up like it is all super fucked up and george then explains in an interview on the investigation discovery show uh in relation to these questions on stand that he did indeed drive down to some shitty hotel in daytona and he did try to take his life with a shit ton of pills and beer after kaylee's body was found um oh he did because he had written a note to his family or a letter um, explaining that, you know, he, he felt like he failed them and he just couldn't go on. How, however, he didn't die and he's, he never, you know, he's, he's alive and he's talking about it and I think it's pretty fucked up to ask somebody about that. But the defense actually used that note against him and tried to say that the note was him apologizing for his part in Kaylee's death because remember they pinned him as the one that's disposing of the body after finding it in the pool so I'm gonna play devil's advocate as much as this kills me (laughs) yeah I don't agree that like I can see where they're I see why they did that yeah they're trying to not put the blame on Casey and so, I mean, if you look at the... You're going to grab at straws if you got them. Exactly. <laughs> like, so, like, it could look as a guilty thing that after they found out this evidence that... After they found the body, then the person who is family commits suicide and is like, oh, I failed you guys. Like, I could see where they tried to pin that. 
Yeah. So I see why it was brought up in case. In no, I, I listen. I I get the the attempt. Yeah. I just think it's fucked up. Oh, for sure. Because and I can see my, both sides, and yeah. I know who fucking did it, and it's not George. Yeah. So that is that is where my problem in, it lies here. But I digress. We will discuss later. I still want to know more information about like the evidence in the car. Okay, well, I'll, I'll get to that. Don't Ooh. you worry. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. <laughs> so it's now the prosecution's turn again, and they go back to oh. how the car smelled. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting into it now. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, so they go back to how the car smelled when it was picked up from the impound lot and that call made to the police by Cindy. But they needed something more than just like, oh, yeah, it smelled terrible because, sure, yeah. like, sure, I get uh, it smelled terrible, but that's subjective technically yeah, yeah. and in, it is not evidence based on that so and then she subjectively stated that she realized that it was pizza, pizza. <laughs> yeah right so so yes completely understandable something. so if we go back to that large stain that they'd actually also found in the trunk of the mm-hmm. car that casey had been driving um they had the carpet samples no they had the carpet tested the the sample of the carpet they had cut out they had it tested and they had the scientist, his name is Dr. Voss, and he... Cool name, anyway. Yeah, he had developed a method of testing the air for decomposition gases. Brilliant. It's fascinating. Wow, that's so smart. It is. Because that makes sense, so much sense, especially if it's in an enclosed area right. where it's like a trunk. So this of piece of carpet, gases. they take this piece of carpet, and they put it into a clean, empty uh, paint can. And it's covered. And so obviously that is allowing the vapors to come out of and off of that piece of carpet. And then they can collect a sample of the vapors from that and run it through this device that he's created. And it can identify the chemicals in that sample. That's amazing. Fucking fascinating, right? That is the coolest shit. So cool. Like... If you're into decomposing bodies, that's the coolest shit I've <laughs> ever heard of. If you're into, like, forensic science, like I am, yeah. like, that shit's cool. <laughs> yeah. The um. fact that somebody freaking thought of that, like... Yeah. Like, that's brilliant. And developed it. Not only yeah. thought about it, but developed Created that. a device. How do you even start there? Oh, fucking beats me, dude. <laughs> well, so the prosecution then has Dr. Voss take the stand and I like this dude and then they ask him about his opinion on the results of the sample indicating whether or not there was a dead body in the trunk of this car at some point and he said that he believed based on the results that it was the only plausible explanation Mm -hmm. because yeah right so but they still really needed to prove that the body was in the trunk at some point or that the body that was in the trunk at some point was Kaylee's. Yeah. Because, great, like, <laughs> I mean, I, I hope you don't have more than one decomposing yeah. body in your trunk. Exactly. But, <laughs> goddamn, you know? But, luckily for the prosecution, they had those hair samples that they had found in the trunk as well. They yep. sent those over to the FBI crime lab for testing. Hair analysts, which, yes, that's a job, right? Crazy. Mm-hmm. Hair analysts check the hair well they check it microscopically first yeah. like they they visually check it right and mm-hmm. then they also test it for mitochondrial dna yeah 
Mitochondrial DNA, for anyone who doesn't know, is DNA that can only be found on the maternal side. So this hair would have needed to have been Kaylee's, Casey's, or Cindy's. However, this sample that they had was an untreated, light brown, and nine-inch long hair. So therefore, it was not Casey or Cindy, which really left Kaylee is the only other option. When they say untreated, they mean, like, no dyes. No, no dyes, no perms, nothing. Can that, like, can that wear off over time? Mm-mm. Chemically treated anything is going to be on that hair. You'll know the difference between virgin hair and treated hair. Oh, Like, really? always, yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, I wasn't sure if, like, okay, maybe it was just a long time since Cindy and... You'd have a growth um, line on the hair interesting yeah hair is actually extremely valuable it is fascinating so the fact that they could tell it was untreated so did they take like hair samples of cindy's and i don't even think they i really don't even think they did that but it's just based on the fact that cindy's hair is blonde and kaylee's hair was like dark dark brown um and kaylee's hair was light brown Casey's hair was dark brown, you mean? I think you said Kaylee. Oh, yeah. And Casey's hair was dark, dark brown. Like, okay. almost not black, but dark, dark brown. Okay. And, yeah, Cindy's was, like, blonde. Gotcha. So, having a light brown, untreated hair. Yeah. With DNA. That proved yeah. that it was one of those yeah. people. Okay. Yeah. So, so it had to have been. So, she was in the back of the car. Right. And why would a two-year-old be in the back of a car in the trunk of the car yeah it's not like oh maybe the hair just fell off and it's on the like okay if there was hair in the car you can explain that because right, a two-year-old I fucking drop my car. hair everywhere <laughs> yeah exactly why would a two-year-old be in the trunk with the stain that also was mm-hmm. with the decomposition gases and yeah it adds up to not a great scene yeah um yeah so here's the other thing. Something interesting that they found on this hair was a dark brown banding, like ring, um, which is, it was really close to the root. And this often is called the decomposition band. Oh my god! Because I'm sure you can guess. Yeah. It's most often found on the hair of a decomposing body. So she was in the car for a little bit of time. You don't even have to be decomposing for very long. You, I mean, you, you decompose real quick, actually. Oh. Okay. Within a couple of hours, decomposition is it's, happening. Yeah, true. Okay. You don't even, you know, like, yeah. you, even more to your point. Yeah, she didn't have to be there forever, so. Okay. The hair analyst was asked in court by the prosecution if there was any evidence of that apparent, you know, de- or of apparent decomposition. And they answered, yeah. They found or noticed that there was hair with those characteristics. Okay. Together, those two pieces of evidence strongly point towards Kaylee having been deceased and in the trunk of the car at some point. Well, the prosecution also has to give an explanation of how Kaylee died, which is harder, I'll say, than to say that she did die here kind of thing. I feel like so many people, though, go to jail without having all of this information. True. Um, Like, and they are charged and sentenced to being guilty for blah 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 i feel like sometimes it's just more obvious although this but is like, pretty what, damn but like obvious people to who aren't guilty oh you, is what you i know, mean you're right like, i don't it all depends on your jury i'd say yeah yeah so among um 
among the chemicals that were detected in that sample by Dr. Voss, chloroform was detected. Oh. So this alone isn't actually extremely alarming because it is a chemical that is naturally released as decomposition is happening. But the quantity that they detected I was actually remember highly suspicious. Yeah. I remember like, yeah. Yeah. It, it was a very well-known part of this case. Mm-hmm. Um, so because this level of chloroform found was so much higher than it ex- than anyone would have expected the police actually searched the computer now at the yeah, Anthony Yeah, I home. remember this. Yes. So I remember in the first episode you were telling me that you thought they look, she was looking up like how to get, get rid, rid of, of a, a dead body, body or but something. But it was the chloroform. Yeah. It was chloroform. This is what I remember. Yep. And I didn't want to butt in there. Yeah. I just wanted to I, I wanted to see what you thought. Yep. For real. And you remembered some of it. So <laughs> it was how to make chloroform, um, which is shockingly not that difficult to make at home. <laughs> Um, you can make it with household chemical item type things. Like, it's not Don't that say bad. It. So people are like, I have we no learned idea. how to make Listen, chloroform. I didn't search that. I'm not good. searching that on my good computer. point. Because I search enough weird ass shit for not murder cases. That. I'm yeah. not searching that. Yeah, no. I was going to say, and we don't need to be telling people how to make that. Absolutely not. And I, there's no reason that any normal person needs chloroform. So please, yeah. for the love of God, don't do fucking do that. Do not go searching that. that. <laughs> Yeah. But the prosecution was was using this, the search on the computer, as evidence to show premeditation. So, first degree Fair. murder. Yeah, because she had to put thought into it. Right. So, the prosecution calls Dr. G, the chief Dr. medical... G. <laughs> Dr. G. Dr. G. thinking Dr. Like, Google, because I always call Google <laughs> Dr. G. <laughs> no, Dr. but she's G. probably, like, real yeah, smart, probably. just like that. No, maybe not that smart, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Um... So they call her to the stand to question her about the body because, yes, she was Mm -hmm. the one that had to go over the body. And she notes that it was found in bags in the woods, which indicated... Yeah. Yep. An attempt to hide the body. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, She also stated that while they looked at every bone under a microscope looking for any marks left behind or anything that could show the cause of death, there was no physical trauma that was actually on any of the bones so there was no obvious like murder weapon used okay however she did say that one notable piece of evidence found at the scene was what appeared to be gray duct tape over the lower half of the jaw area on the skull so your mandible is only really held to your skull so your bottom jaw is really yeah. only held to your skull with muscles, ligaments, yada, yada, that kind of shit. So things that when you decompose to a skeleton aren't going to hold it there. But it was held there because there was a piece of tape. <laughs> um, okay. She also obviously points out that there's no reason that any child should have duct tape on their face when they die or put duct even more so even so say you die accidentally well you wouldn't put duct tape on their face then after they died i'm confused as to why the duct tape was there well she's saying basically that it was the it was used as the cause of or assistance in her death like putting like the chloroform stuff on so her? chloroform wouldn't have killed her yeah that's why i'm confused so how would like 
do you just duct tape her mouth shut? Well, yeah, the but prosecution. But then if you have duct her the, mouth shut, wouldn't you need to duct tape her nose? Well, like, she's tiny. Yeah, but. Her nose and her mouth don't really take up much space. She's two. I'm picturing it like. I'm, okay. So, okay. So the prosecution actually did use like a, an image that they kind of like cross-faded Can into each other. somebody's mouth and nose be the like. Yeah, because you would suffocate and you're passed out because chloroform. So oh. you've got no like bodily reaction to take it off. Okay. I see. Because you're full on like knocked out. So she knocked her out first, then put duct tape on. That's what they're. Okay. They're going for here because they they do use like the cross dissolve kind of image where it shows like the crime scene piece of duct tape which is disturbing to look at honestly yeah, I don't and know if I they want to see that it's it's just it's duct tape oh <laughs> i mean i say it's disturbing because in my mind i'm really watching like in my head this cross dissolve of watching this piece of duct tape that was holding the mandible on so if you think about that like and then across the face in your two this piece of duct tape doesn't have to be very big to cover both your mouth and your nose fair so with all of that evidence laid out that's how the prosecution tells their theory of how kaylee died okay they believe that on june 16th casey pressed the chloroform onto kaylee's face which made her pass out then she used the duct tape to cover Mm -hmm. her mouth and nose with that one piece which would have been possible and then kaylee could not breathe and she died then casey wrapped her in that winnie the pooh blanket and then put her body in that laundry bag and then placed the laundry bag into the garbage bags which she then put into the trunk of her car then she went to her boyfriend tony's house and because we know that she did see him that night which i'll get to in a minute but we do know that she was with tony that night and then they theorized that the next evening she likely brought the body out into the woods on that in that area and pretended like nothing ever happened so tony's also in on it too Mm, they don't think so actually really yep because remember tony kept asking hey like where's kaylee and she would say, oh, with mom. Or, oh, oh, with the nanny. But was that just another lie? I don't I don't think so, actually. Okay. I think Tony has no idea. Okay. So, why <sighs> would she do this? Obviously, no one knows. But the prosecution kind of needs to explain this. Yeah. So, remember, we were talking say, about... she doesn't want to be a mom. Right. She never wanted to be a mom. She never wanted to be. So, they have to prove that Casey wanted to live a happy, child-free life. I mean can't she also just be a fucking psychopath (laughs) yeah she can be but it'd be easier to prove with yeah actual evidence right so they bring tony in to the stand and casey saw tony the night of the june of june 16th which was that last night right and there is security footage of casey and tony at blockbuster yeah. Oh block, my gosh, I remember Blockbuster. Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and they were picking out a movie and they were leaving. So the prosecution asked Tony about Casey's behavior that night and he said that she was happy. She didn't really seem sad or upset or mention at all that Kaylee was missing, which is really fucking weird to me, but hey. Yeah. And then Tony's roommate and him were DJs and they would go out and DJ together. Okay. So June 20th 
they were out DJing at some club and they hosted a hot body contest, um, which Casey Ew. competed in. And oh there's gosh. truly, um, in a minute I'll show you, but there's these infamous pictures of Casey out there dancing. I remember that too, actually. Yeah. Like, not the pictures, but I remember it being like, she was partying it up. She was partying hard. Yeah. She was happy looking. She was, like, grinding on other women. She was in this, like, nice looking dress. Like, she, here's the what pisses me off, too. She's pretty. And she's got yeah. a good body. And she seemed like she was a great mother up until this point. Clearly. And I don't know. It's just annoying. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Well. You could be a good person. Yeah. To make matters worse for Casey, this the prosecution brings up the fact and brings the person. So Casey's tattoo artist, they bring onto the stand. Because after after June 16th, she went and got a new tattoo, which said Bella Vita, which means beautiful life in Italian. Which yeah. is just another fucking weird thing that you would not do when your daughter's missing. Why would you yeah. get a tattoo that says beautiful life? Yeah. Unless you're really happy that all of a sudden you're living this child-free life. Like, yeah. it just doesn't make sense. Yep. So, here, I'm going to show you these pictures, but this is her out partying. Which one? The one on the right? Yep. And okay. then this. Oh, my goodness. Partying hard. And partying hard. Oh, my God. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She's partying hard. Yeah. Like, super happy. Very. We can also post those on Instagram. <laughs> so, we should. Yeah. It really proves... Proves? Wrong word. It really shows something about yeah. her personality <laughs> yeah did it say at any point the day that she realized she thought her daughter was missing so if we are going off of that did that make sense oh all? it makes sense like um, did she in her in her story not in her mind because we all know it was a lie in her story did she say that she thought she was missing at what date like it depends on what story you want to believe She's pointed oh, yeah, out multiple times, true. right? Because she said that she knew immediately the day of, but she didn't want to report it because she was embarrassed. Oh, yeah. Then there was also that. the fact that she just straight up kind of acted like she had no fucking clue. For 30 days. For 30 days. And um, she was with the Zanny. Yeah. So one of those two, but neither of them makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So. The prosecution has now laid out the evidence and their theory, and the defense gets to come back and try to poke holes at it and cause the jury to have reasonable doubt. So, the first thing that Baez does is tries to dispute the evidence that there was a body found in the trunk of the car. How? Well, he claims that there was a bag of garbage in the trunk that Casey forgot about. It smelled like chloroform? No. <laughs> and that it sat in there while it was in the impound lot, and that was the source of that had said foul smell. Right. Doesn't work for me. That was the best he had. Then Baez calls Cindy to the stand to question her about the smell. And she said now, and I quote, I did not believe it was rotting flesh. And he said, quote, and that's because you believe it was garbage? Quote. Yes, sir. Um... You lying bitch. <laughs> no. We all remember the the call, which literally yeah. said Why would you say I smell So did they bring that in? Did the Um Yes. Yeah. And she said uh that it was a ploy to get the police to, to respond quicker at the time. Because if you're frantic and something like that, the police are gonna come quicker. Uh, I mean 
Oh my god, this whole family is lying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, nope, not George. I was just gonna say George doesn't feel as bad. Yep. That's probably why George wanted to commit suicide. Yeah. I'm sorry that I'm bringing this up, George, but like because if you're stuck in this lie now and you can't get out of it. Yeah, and he doesn't you, believe it. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't want to believe it and like so now he's like, All right, I failed her. I failed my my wife. Yeah, my wife believes my they're lying gonna, daughter. They're gonna keep lying. I'm done. I can see where he could have felt like he had no one and no other solution. Yep. But I'm glad he didn't because that's, yeah, that's not the way. No. So, Baez then attacks this chemical vapor evidence. He asks Dr. Voss if this was the first time he'd given that type of testimony testimony in court of law. Oh, no. Which was accurate because that procedure was, at the time, not one that had ever been used in a courtroom before. Hmm. And then Baez challenges the procedure and Dr. Voss's qualifications. Because this type of collection and analysis of vapor would involve chemistry. And Baez states that Dr. Voss is not a chemist. And he's an anthropologist. So he's trying to discredit this. Oh my god. Now, this is not to say that this method is wrong or inaccurate. It's just that Baez wanted to inform the jury that Dr. Voss is not a chemist. Yep. And that would plant seeds of reasonable doubt in a jury's mind about yep. something like that. Yeah. And that's fair. He did a good job with that one. Yeah, I'll give him that. Because, sure, you know, you didn't lie. So, yeah. fine. He also calls into question the finding of chloroform in the trunk. Because in small quantities, it's often found in common items. So it's not like completely, completely yeah. unreasonable, right? Um, but then you can remember that weird Google search of how to make chloroform. Yeah. Well, the prosecution felt that because of the time frame that the search was made on that computer in the Anthony house, that it would only been able to have been done by Casey. Mm-hmm. Baez brings Cindy to the stand to ask her if she ever searched for chloroform on the computer, and she said yes. She said that she was looking up chlorophyll, and that when you, and she's not wrong, when you start to Google something, you search a couple letters, it will, like, auto-populate. Yep. Um, so that's, I, I get that, but she says that she started to type the letters in because she was trying to look up chlorophyll, because they had bamboo in their yard and their dog was getting sick after eating the bamboo leaves and she was concerned about their toxicity. So for, you know, one reason or another, she ended up clicking on the chloroform instead of chlorophyll and there you go. So he just discredited another thing. He tried, but the prosecution came back to argue that, well, Cindy says she was home to search about the chloroform on March 17th, which was when this was searched. Mm-hmm. Her work records show that she was at work in her office. And mm. she just, you know, blatantly says on the stand, well, quote, if those computer entries were made, then I made them. I was home. She literally has, like, work records showing she's at work. She's not at home. She didn't search that. Yeah. So it's not it's not possible. I have a feeling that they all got together and they are all like, okay, fucking 
Casey's too dumb to keep lying about this, so we have to start yeah. lying about it. Yeah. But George ain't on board. No, so. which is why he tried to kill himself. <laughs> right. Like, it's sad. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So, clearly, you know, Cindy's trying to take some heat for these pieces of evidence that are quite damning. And then the defense calls into question the entirety of the crime scene. Makes because- sense, because then they fucked with it. Because if they had the garbage, like, they called the police. No, is that one not? No, that is right. But what were you going to finish? I was going to say, like, the crime scene meaning the car. Oh, you're right, but that's not the crime scene that Baez is talking about. Oh. Um, he's talking about the crime scene where the body was actually found because the utility worker actually admitted to and did use a stick poked into the eye socket to lift up the skull to see okay, what but it was. Okay, how many other crime scenes are also disturbed in stuff like that? Probably almost most all of them. them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but Baez was taking that and really trying to just prove that nothing that was found at the crime scene could be used because it was compromised and contaminated. Not true. And the guy literally on stand apologized because he didn't mean to, like, fuck up anything, but, like... Nobody wants... He was shocked and was like, oh, is that a human skull? Oh, my God, it's a human... You know, like... Yeah. Yeah. So... Baez brings in this man named Dr. Spitz, who is a pathologist who is highly regarded. Like, he has testified in the JFK assassination case. Um, he has testified in the OJ case. He's, like, highly Really well-known. Yeah. He conducted his own autopsy on Kaylee's body and came to the conclusion that there was no accurate way to point to where the duct tape was on her her remains because there was no evidence to support that there was any duct tape residue on the bone because it was on the skin right <laughs> it <laughs> wasn't nor- on the bone but he also said there was no duct tape or there was no skin uh, found on the duct tape but or like because no dna no dna found on the oh. duct tape so his whole point of that was that because those cannot be found uh, you cannot therefore then conclude that that was the ultimate murder weapon but the prosecution argues that if the elements that the body was left in were enough to decompose it to literal bare bones it in can decompose six glue. months, yeah, it could completely. Why would DNA be left behind if yeah. there's no DNA left anywhere else? Yeah, you know, there's no skin on her actual body. Right, yeah. like that's not gonna be the one thing that I. I I'm kind of. I don't know. I'm not a crime analyst. I don't know how duct tape and skin DNA works, but Mm. I can see the prosecution's argument. I can also see the argument that there's no DNA DNA on it, so I can't say that's what caused it. I can't say 100% that's what caused it, but one can deduce. (laughs) Freaking child's two-year-old's body in the woods and a with duct tape on in in on the, her, yeah yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah which it shouldn't be there yeah there's no good reason so the defense picks apart the evidence um of casey's wild partying behavior asking her friends and family well by asking her friends and family if they believed that casey was a good mother if they'd ever suspected abuse or neglect and they all denied neglect or abuse and that she was a loving mother and honestly i believe them up until that point like she never really did seem like she was in a bad place or anything like that so mm-hmm. i don't understand really but but she was also a liar the entire well, time she lived well this is very so. true 
And she never really did want the child, right? Yep. So. Also, the defense pointed out that Casey had a ton of um, support raising Kaylee, like, financially, financially, emotionally. Um, she lived with her parents who took care of both of them. Did she really need to kill her daughter to have a child-free life? No. And then the defense arrested their case, saying that Casey is just completely innocent. Fucking wild. That's where it ends? No, but oh. that's where the defense rested their case. So they both are going to do that, and then you're going to have your closing arguments. So oh. do you remember the wild claims that Baez made in the opening yeah. statements? Um, yeah, with the abuse, like the sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. The and how he thought she died. With the drowning. Yeah. Yep. And that George was the one that helped Casey cover yeah. it up. Yeah. Well, those never came back up again once in the entire trial because, because there was no fake. evidence. Yeah. Yeah, because there was nothing to support those claims. So they were just claims that you just willy-nilly hope for. this is my theory. Yeah. In the closing arguments, the prosecution says... That the evidence proves beyond a reasonable doubt that Casey chose to murder her daughter to live a carefree, child-free life. They put up on this giant screen in the courtroom um, pictures of her having a grand old time dancing out at the club. And they showed the pictures of her tattoo. All of those knowing that her daughter was never coming home. Like, Mm -hmm. those incidents were happening well after. Well, not well after. Even just days after. She knew that her daughter was at least in some sort of harm. Right. The judge wouldn't even allow the defense to address the sexual claims of abuse, like I said in the closing arguments, because it, it didn't it, was, it didn't work. So yeah. Baez does, however, address that he believes the prosecution didn't prove anything about how, when, or where Kaylee died, which I don't think he's wrong. I don't really think that they necessarily proved that greatly. But like, but she's still dead with evidence still, yeah, to prove that like, she's died. Yeah, like you don't need died. to have all of the evidence, right? The date, like the timestamps, right? Right. But like, it's still she still fucking did it, right? One can deduce from evidence given the rest of the story. I wonder if he would ever be like, no, he couldn't. He no. could never be like, wow. Mm-mm. I let, like, if he actually knows. Oh, I'm sure he actually knows, but. I wonder if he's, like, can sleep at night. Probably just fine. He got paid pretty, pretty well, I'm sure. I could never. <laughs> the moral, um, like, ethical dilemmas I would be having with myself. I know. I don't think he's got those, but. Yeah, I can't. He ended his argument with a photo of Kaylee in the Anthony house by the back door, which is the one that leads to the backyard with the pool. So he argued that Kaylee let herself outside and then accidentally drowned. And those were the closing arguments. But uh, I was going to say, was there any, like, water or anything, but her body so decomposed that they're not going to figure that out? Right, there was no way what to if, see. What's-her-face drowned her? It could have, but what was the duct tape for? Making sure that her mouth stayed shut? I don't know. You wouldn't drown if you didn't get water in your mouth. Or in your lungs, not in your mouth, but, like... I don't know. It doesn't, nothing makes sense. Yeah. So, 33 days of testimony later, and the Yikes. jury now has to, I know, it's a long one, and the Super jury <laughs> now has to decide the fate of Casey Anthony. Mm-hmm. Will they convict her of first degree murder? They should. <laughs> they should, but, <laughs> you know what, I can't even say yes on first degree, because that would involve premeditation, it's hard to prove that, but you could have gone for a lesser charge, and that would have been great. Come on, guys. I still think the computer search 
proves it, it that. It does but. prove to me, but if you just wanted to get something, yeah. you could have gone with a lesser charge. Gotcha. Right? So on July 5th, 2011, around 11 hours of deliberation later, the jury found Casey Anthony not guilty on the charges of first-degree murder, not guilty on the charges of aggravated manslaughter of a child, and not guilty on the charges of aggravated child abuse. Are you surprised? Completely. Are you disturbed? (laughs) Completely. Yes. Are you enraged? (laughs) I'm, like, so, like, what's even the good word? Like, I'm just, like, dumbstruck. Yeah, I'm, like, just disappointed. Like, yeah, I'm sitting here, like, okay, well, that fucking sucks. Yeah. But they can't. Well, can I tell you that even the judge was surprised? He literally said that he thought there was enough evidence to sustain a guilty verdict on at least one of the homicide charges. That's actually crazy. Yeah. He fucking believed it. How did the jury... I'll kind of touch on it, but, like, what the fuck, dude? Who was, like, the jury made of? Like, I know it was not people in the area, but it was, like, people in the States, I'm assuming? Just, I think, from anywhere. I'm not sure, actually, but there's, you know, a good amount of people that, in theory, are unbiased. Wow. (laughs) That's insane. Yes. So... She was found guilty on four misdemeanor charges of providing false information. <laughs> Slap her on the to, wrist. Yeah, of providing false information to law enforcement. Each carried a year sentence to be served consecutively. So, four years total, but she had already been in prison for the three years that it took between... So, she only needed one more year? She only needed one more year, but you can get time off for good behavior. And so she, she got good. out? She got out ten days later. Yes. <sighs> July 17th. 2011 this bitch was released from prison (laughs) damn dude oh my god literally after the trial baez said in a press conference quote i know i can go home today and my daughter will ask me what did you do today and i can say i saved a life i like don't even have words i'm so mad (laughs) it's it's awful like now he tries to be like i'm a family man no, yeah. you're not. No, like, you're not. You literally, I don't know how you sleep at night. Like, I hope this haunts you because... I don't think it does. <sighs> I think he's sleeping just fine, I think. That's so disturbing. Mm-hmm. Like, she just... Like, she clearly did that. This is There is so much evidence and yeah. information to be like... To prove it. Mm-hmm. The judge believed it. I know. That's insane. And obviously, like, you know, general public, who's been following the case for years like me at that point, was not happy about this. Absolutely not. We were shocked. We were angry. There was even a short clip of Nancy Grace in the Investigation Discovery show saying, quote, somewhere out there, the devil is dancing tonight. And you know what? She ain't wrong. Oh, my gosh, yeah. (laughs) Like, I'm not always the biggest Nancy Grace fan, but she hit the nail on the head right there. I was just going to say, like, what the heck? Yeah. So, wow. yeah, and obviously people were mad at Casey because uh, they Everybody had been hated her. I remember that. Point. Yeah. People, people still hate her. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but now they're also mad at the jurors because it was ultimately the jurors who decided How did they have this. a conversation about this for 11 hours? And then you still went not guilty? Mm, yeah. 
But these jurors did not deserve death threats, which they were now receiving. Yeah. And that is also absolutely not okay. You cannot do that. And they do not deserve that. They did their best. Yeah. One juror said, quote, I'm not saying Casey was innocent. It's just the prosecution didn't prove their case. Yes, they did. (laughs) They couldn't say how she died. They couldn't connect Casey to the murder. It's all circumstantial evidence, the whole case. And another juror told People, quote, Generally, none of us liked Casey Anthony at all. She seems like a horrible person, but the prosecutors did not give us enough evidence to convict. They gave us a lot of stuff that makes us think that she probably did something wrong, but not beyond a reasonable doubt. Do I agree with that? I wasn't in the courtroom. I didn't hear all the evidence. I don't know 100%. Based on what I've seen, the bitch is guilty. Yeah, there's literally so much that just doesn't add up. Right. So the judge pointed out that while the prosecution was going for the death penalty, it was going to be almost impossible to get that sentence because the body was so decomposed that no one definitively answered like how she actually died like there's there's a good understanding could they have done a lesser charge and then that's what i don't understand why no one went for a lesser charge yeah so i i really do think the prosecution kind of dropped a ball in the way because they were really banking on the jurors being able to like imagine the way kaylee died if they just gave them all of the you know the framework of the evidence but they weren't and then they weren't they thought it was so easy it. to prove that they didn't need to go into extra depth yeah. about like proving uh, it yeah. without a reasonable doubt because they're like well it's obvious but then jose Baez comes in and just pokes holes at this and this and this and this and do i think he did a great job no but apparently the jury did so that's who in oh the end my God. he needed to prove to so so, when she was released from prison, she didn't live with her parents because obviously after, you know, the claims she made, I can see that that relationship has kind of sailed. Yeah, was there ever a trial on that? No. Not one. Because it was so, a lie. Right. So, being that Casey is literally the most hated America in woman. But I just... <laughs> hated, <In> woman. <laughs> hated woman in America at this point. Where does she go? Well, she was kind of living with one of her attorneys at one point. Bias? No, just a different one. Oh. And then she was living in a church compound. So she was kind of just floating from place to place for a little bit. Mm, yeah. Just kind of nomadic. And then in January 2013, she got two of those four convictions overturned for lying to law enforcement. So good for her. But it wasn't the end of her legal struggles because... Now, both Zenaida Gonzalez, the real one that they did found from Kissimmee, it had nothing to do with her case, and the search company Equisearch from Texas sued her. Yeah, because Zenaida was like, bitch, you put my name out there. Yes, she literally sued her for defamation. Good. Um, But the courts threw it out. (laughs) What? And they're not wrong because they said that Casey never actually intended anything malicious towards Zenaida. She just fucking picked a name and they happened to find one, I think. Like, this person had nothing to do with the case, nor did... Oh. Like, she was not... It just was the name. She didn't get bad press or anything. Right. Like, her name was just 
that name. Like, there's a lot of people with the same name. You can't just sue because your name is out there. True. So it was thrown out. And then Equisearch um, sued her to cover the costs of their search. Since, according to the trial, Katie Lee was never really missing because she Mm -hmm. drowned. So Equisearch was like, oh, you know what? Fuck you. You knew she drowned. So why am I out here Mm. searching for her body, wasting all my money? Yep. So they sued, and uh, Casey ended up having to file bankruptcy, and then her lawyers ended up reaching a settlement with Equisearch. So oh my God. they did get some money, but yeah. This has to be almost over, right? Well, oh there's God. a little bit more. So in May 2016, accusations come out from Dominic Casey. Who is that? He is a private investigator who worked for the defense in her trial. Okay. So he released documents in this t- 2016 of behavior that he claimed to have witnessed between both Jose Baez and Casey oh shit, Anthony. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Oh, oh. So, for example, he claimed that Baez had set up a media interview for Casey. And then somewhat last minute, Casey wanted to cancel it and she asked Baez to cancel it, which he did. But then alleges that for doing that favor, he said... Quote, you now owe me three blowjobs. Oh. Oh, <laughs> turn for the worst here. Wait, how did Dominic figure this out? He was just, he was around. Oh. Yeah. So he alleges that say, this, was there some sort of sexual relationship between the two of them? You, well, allegedly. Okay. So he, uh, Dominic alleges that the relationship between Baez and Casey just became more and more inappropriate. Yeah. And he claims that... Uh, one one time he went to Baez's office and he walked in and Casey was running out of Baez's office like into one of the like down the hallway into another office but not naked. Oh. He said that he confunted her about this because this is an unacceptable behavior. Yes, literally. And, and it really is. And she uh, allegedly he says that she said he had. No, no, no. Whatever I'm trying to say there. He said that she said okay. that she had no money to pay for Biden's oh, so legal she's services. Right, so out. she had to do it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, isn't that okay? Fun so friend? she's literally saying that she did that. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. allegedly. Dominic Casey also claims that when he was hired by Baez, it was not to go search for Kaylee; it was to go find her body. Meaning that Baez at that point was already aware that Kaylee was dead and Dominic needed to find Kaylee's body first. Why did this not guy speak up beforehand? I don't, I don't know. You're on the defense, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. You should have been on the prosecution. <laughs> Literally. To be like, hey, I'm from the defense side and these are the things that are going wrong. Because I guess, I don't know, but I'm assuming you can't do that. I, I don't know. I would be like, I quit. Y'all are sketchy. This is not ethically right. Right. Here's the reasons why. There should be ethics to this. Yeah. So Dominic also claims that while he was looking at the photos of the Anthony residence, he was the one that noticed the ladder uh, for the pool was still inside of the pool and that he was the one to present this as evidence to Baez that Kaylee drowned in the pool. So I guess he's actually not that great of a human after all. Wait, because so he's saying... He's saying that, well, yeah, Baez is the one who's going, oh, yes, uh, Kaylee drowned in the pool and George, blah, blah, blah. Well, he, Dominic is claiming he's the one that found the photos of the pool with the 
with the ladder still in it, which is how Baez would have connected, like, oh, yeah, this is oh. an, this is the possibility. Oh. So both Jose Baez and Casey Anthony vehemently denied these accusations. Um, scusa, what does that mean? It means that they both, like, passionately and very intensely with, like, great feeling deny those accusations okay. which i can understand why you would passionately deny that yes because that's not a great look true i get it and since it's all accusation nothing's like been you know found to be 100 percent with that we're gonna lead with and that's just not a great look and i hope it ain't right so to this day both george and cindy believe different events took place oh really C- yeah cindy still believes that well, it's not still, still, I guess, but Cindy believes it was an accident that Kaylee drowned in the pool. She's really holding on to that. George, however, doesn't believe that she drowned. And I really can't say that I blame him because it went from Kaylee drowned to Kaylee drowned and you were home to help hide her body yeah. real quick in court. Yeah, so if you say, yeah, I think she drowned, <laughs> then you're, like, essentially admitting to the fact that you were a part of it. Right. He believes that... Casey had been giving Kaylee medication in the weeks and months leading up to her death that would cause her to sleep for unusually long amounts of times, like 12 plus hours sometimes. Oh, dang. Right, like a long time for her age. He thinks that it's possible that Casey had been giving her Xanax, which he says the street name of Xanax is sometimes Zanny. Oh my god, that was right under my fucking nose, and I did not see that. Zanny the nanny. <laughs> Sam's face is so bad right now. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Like, what? It makes sense, right? Like, you think about it, and... Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, Zanny's. Zanny. Zanny yeah. uh, the nanny. What? Who the... F- yeah, since no one knows who the fuck Zanny is as an actual human, it makes so much more sense that Zanny the nanny is... Is a drug that she was giving to her child because she wanted her to shut the fuck up. Yeah, she would use her as the quote-unquote babysitter to make her sleep for disturbing So she could probably go off and do stuff. Yeah. So it was literally knowing, oh, my child's asleep right... Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, the roommate of Tony actually, at one point, thought of that himself. Are you serious? Yeah. He... Well, I mean, if you see a two- or three-year-old sleeping for 12 hours straight... (laughs) Yeah. Like, that can't be like that just came out of nowhere for George or the roommate to be like, hmm, weird how your daughter sleeps so much. Right. Like, that, like... Yeah, and the fact that, like, Tony and the roommate were of the same friend group age yada yada of casey and casey would say zanny the nanny the 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 friend didn't i guess i probably didn't immediately or didn't think anything malicious of it but then when this whole thing came to light was like zanny the nanny oh fuck like xanax for the babysitter zanny the nanny and oh my god george really just thinks that one day she gave her too much she she never woke up Wow. Yeah. Which is a theory. <laughs> I, I'm i on board with the theory of Xanax for Zanny the Nanny. I'm actually on with that, too. Yeah. It's really fucked up, but I'm on board with that one. Yep. Yeah. 
George has also said that this whole thing, this whole case, this whole trial, everything, it ruined his relationship with his daughter. And well, he'll, yeah. He'll never speak to her again, he said. And I, again, don't blame him, mm-hmm. as she has... Is accused... he still with Cindy? Yeah, yeah, they're still together, That actually. actually surprises me. Yeah, well, they said that they're, they're the only two that understand what each other is going through. They've Fair. had their ups and downs together. They've gone through it together, and there's no one else that would understand the struggles they go through on a daily basis. So they're still together. It's just incredible to me that, like, Cindy is actually trying to reconnect with Casey slowly, and she said she needs to forgive her for herself, and George is like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. But I, How I do don't... You, like, that's a big thing to disagree on it is that's huge and i i don't think you need to forgive someone I, i'm not one of those people yeah it's yeah. all mental saying yeah. i forgive you doesn't actually do anything if you just block like what, like what does it do to say i forgive you why you can does that forgive and not forget like i i do believe like i guess forgiving to me is a sense of i'm not gonna hold those emotions on a daily basis so i'm not gonna hold hatred in my heart for you i'm just gonna be like you know what fuck it i'm not gonna read like yeah wipe re- clean and start over kind of thing. yeah and like it doesn't yeah. mean then you go back and you're like wow I'm let's be friends again people. i think yeah. i'm real good at holding on to a grudge for the rest of my life i mean don't get me wrong i can definitely hold on to a grudge <laughs> too but and i don't care because in my opinion i look at that as like you're that fucked up like i'm better off without you yeah and I'm at peace with that. It's all in, I guess, personally I like, what you're at peace with. It, I feel like that's where it comes in, where it's like, I'm at peace with not having a relationship with you. Right. You may not have, like, forgiven as, like, forgiven as, like, I've moved on from you, and I don't let your, like, I, I can think about you without getting overly, aw- like, overwhelmed or right angry or whatever. It's like, okay. I've moved on. It's literally... You no longer consume yeah. my life, my emotions, my feeling, like, whatever it is. Yeah. I haven't forgotten because, yeah. Like, George, I feel like it's kind of like, okay, maybe he hasn't forgiven her. Maybe he has forgiven her, but he's not, like, I don't know. I no, don't know I get what I'm it. trying to say, but... Definitely, I get it. So, um, I'll say that one good thing that is to come of all of this is that there is now a law in Florida... That ensures that anyone guilty of neglect um, and that doesn't report their child missing faces felony charges um, and up to 20 years in prison. Good. So that is a thing that is good, the one good thing to come of this. And I really hate that laws like this always fucking come from After the fact. cases that are so disturbing and tragic. Yeah. But it is good that it does prevent anything further from being the same situation. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and I would also say that considering this is Jose Baez's first major case, he, I mean, he clearly did defend her side real well. I can't say that I'm a fan of what he did or the specific tactics that he used in this case. Uh, but if you're in a pickle, he does seem to have dis- the defense strategies down. <sighs> like I said, you don't have to agree with the way he went at it, but I do think it, I mean, it worked. <laughs> it did work. She got off on, like, yeah. she's not in jail. Nope. She's actually, like, I mean, she's acquitted, so she's, like, it don't matter. It's yeah. just absurd. Um, And 
I didn't plan this at all, but it has been 10 years almost to the day, like, Holy of recording. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> almost. Um, yeah, that she's been acquitted of the crime. <laughs> That's kind of creepy. <laughs> it is kind of creepy. I had no intention of that being a thing. Just happened to work out that way. Oh, my God. Um, she's really, Casey's been living under the radar, as one probably should, if you are of high profile for something like that. Because I feel like people would want to kill you. Yep. So for basically 10 years, she's really been under the radar. But earlier this year in West Palm Beach, Florida. Oh, she's still in Florida? Yeah. You think she would have moved. Yeah, you would want to like move out of it. Yeah, I can't understand her in any aspect of life, but yeah. Um, But she was involved in a bar fight, so that made some news. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't even a a good bar fight. It was like somebody spilled something on her and she called the cops. Like, get over it. Yeah. Not that I'm promoting violence, but I'm just saying. (laughs) No, I don't think she will. She's just, no. Because, get this. This is ironic, but according to people... She's filed paperwork to open her own private investigation company in South Florida. (laughs) What? What? Come on now, lady. Yeah. So, Case Research and Consulting Services, LLC. (laughs) Never hire her. No. It's uh, registered to home owned by Patrick McKenna, like the location of it. And Patrick McKenna was an attorney in her defense team. And I think that this will make everyone happy, but Casey will not be able to get a Florida private investigations or private investigator license at all because she's a convicted fucking felon. Good. So, no. Good. Um, Why would she want to own a PI company? Quote from a source, but quote. She knows what it's like to be accused of something that she didn't do. She wants to help other wrongfully accused people, especially women, and help them get justice. You can fuck off. <laughs> yeah, literally. Go fucking... I'm not going to finish that, that sentence. Because <laughs> go fucking I, fuck off, you can say. <laughs> go fucking fuck off. Because you're just a very terrible person and you killed yes. a not even three-year-old. Yes. And then lied about everything. Yep. Yeah. Um, and But it also makes you happy that I the point that i was recording this and the people article that i found on that no one had hired her good <laughs> that's fun. but good. that's good because they can't even she can't do anything except like run the company she's like she can't have a license or anything yeah. so and who the hell wants her help nobody although maybe you do because she apparently knows how to get off with no she knows how to lie <laughs> yeah something i wonder so. who's supplying her money because if she's not like <laughs> i don't know what her job is besides that i don't really care to be honest yeah, true um wow yeah so quite the case i know that was a super long one compared to like other ones we've done but um i really you did felt a really like great job with i it, really though? needed to like give you the details of like this versus this versus this and why and yada yada because without that like you can't fully decide yeah. one way or another in this case like there's mm-hmm. a lot of evidence that you really need to hear what this was and why this got fought this way and yep. and stuff so you did um, a great job actually like kind of going over there, her like background then her I mean, this is part one and part two, but then like the Kate, like the actual trial, you did a good job breaking it down. Thanks. Yeah, I think that there was no other way to like explain it. All. Right. It, it, Otherwise, you, you would have missed information. You, you, you exactly. You need to hear it all. If you don't, you just can't decide. So, yeah. And since it's all out there, <laughs> I might as well tell you. Know, especially if like since Florida has all those open records, yeah. like you can find a lot of information it that you is can't crazy. usually. So. 
I'm I'm happy to have finally covered this case that got me interested in true crime in the first place. Like, true crime. Like, I've always been a uh, crime, like... Person? Yeah, like, interested in crime. Like, I liked uh, TV shows of same like of this sort right like csi and criminal minds and bones and yada yada that kind of shit but this as was far as like a true real case with real people this was the one that really pulled me in and also i hated <laughs> yeah no so understandably i still cannot get over the she's not far away she's yeah. nearby or whatever she said and then the surprise 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 you're an asshole (laughs) literally fucking asshole yeah let me know on social media what you guys think about this case do you think she did it do you think that her um you know like her defense did her proud and like oh my god got her off good do you think let me know let me know am i wrong am i uh, unrightly biased yeah like what don't we see if you guys agree with her defense yeah and now, mm. I, and listen, I know there is stuff you can poke holes in for the evidence for why she did it, but I just think that um, there is more proving, more towards her having done it than not. Yeah, and I don't think she died drowning, so. Yeah. No. So, that's what I think. That is freaking insane. I am glad you covered this one because it was one that I wanted to learn more about just because it is such a famous case. Mm-hmm. But I also am like, motherfucker, now this yeah. is floating around in my head that a two-year-old yeah. died because of her freaking mother. Yep. Wow. And she's That's living terrible among us all. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, and it wasn't that long ago. This is one of those ones where I don't feel like she'll be a repeat offender, I gotta say. No, I, she's I don't. Not, unless she's gonna have a kid again. Well, she could. I mean, she's biologically able to do that. I just I don't mean, think. I mean, if she does and this happens again, it would kind well, of then. be like. But she's not young and partying and wants to be child free anymore so i don't think she should have another child i think it's i don't think she should not because she doesn't have the ability or the right to like it's your body do your thing right but it's not a great book yeah but hey i can't you can't you can i was gonna say you can't hold it on people forever but you can when you killed your two and a half year old i was just gonna say you You just said that you can't forgive people and now you're gonna forgive her i don't live with her she's not my daughter and i don't forgive her but i could see her having another child and that's none of my business fair you know what i mean i'm not the one giving her a child (laughs) whatever dumbass does that that's your problem i like wonder if she has friends and stuff like i would never be able to trust her no i'd be like i'm sorry you killed your daughter yeah, I'd never be friends with her. No. There's nothing in the world that would make me be friends with her. No. Not at all. No. So. Insane. I hope you guys like this case because yeah. I'm, like, so, like, at the end of this, I'm, like, just so upset that I'm, like, drained of my emotions. Yeah. Now I full-on get that. It's terrible. Yeah. So. Let me know. Let me know. Let us know. know. <laughs> Thanks for listening to part two. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening this week. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search Chilled and Killed Podcast. Definitely let us know what you guys think about this case. If you love this podcast, please go rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Also, feel free to send us an email with any questions, comments, or requests at chilledandkilledpodcast at gmail.com. And we will... We will be back next time. Until then, bye.
was I gonna say? Hum, 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 hum. I was gonna say, I was gonna say... Casey, mom. Hi, sweetie. Actually, let's start over. She's probably not like, hey, sweetie. <laughs> She's definitely not. So- She's like, hey, sweetie. Yeah, ex- okay. pretty much exactly like okay. that. Okay, start over, start okay. over. <laughs> Transcript thing again. So, do you want to be Kaylee or do you want to be dad? Casey, you mean? Thank Correct. You do you want to ask that again? <laughs> ask that again. Mom, because this is recorded, because. <laughs> because. <laughs> because. <laughs> this is going to be one of those Fuck. things. McDougal. <laughs> oh, God, that was so bad. That was so bad. George yells, look at what you've done. Look at your mother. Hmm. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> look at your mother. <laughs> look at her. <laughs> Try again. Yeah. Um, both Baez and Casey vehemently I have no idea. I've never heard that word in my life. <laughs> I looked it up. I wrote it, and I just don't know how to say it. And I asked Alexa how to say it. Oh, my gosh. It means in a forceful, passionate, or intense manner with great feeling. Oh, So that's my what goodness. I want to say. They intensely. Vehemently. Vehemently. I don't... Vehemently. Yeah. Alexa, <laughs> how do I say the word spelled? V-I-A-M-E-N-T-L-Y. I know that, but you gotta listen to me. Alexa, how do I say the word spelled V-I-A-M-E-N-T-L-Y? You do what you told me it the other day, bitch. <laughs> Alexa, how do I say the word spelled V-I-A-M-E-N-T-L-Y? Fuck you. I hate you, bitch. Stupid bitch. Uh, I want to say that word. Hey, Siri. How do I say the word spelled V-I-A-M-E-N-T? Oh, that's not how you spell it. <laughs> V-E-H. Is that the way you spell it? Yes. Oh, my God. That's funny. Alexa, how do you say the word spelled V-E-H-E-M-E-N-T-L-Y? No. What? No. <laughs> Try again. Okay, good. Alexa, how do you say the word spelled V E H E M E N T L Y? Vehemently. That's fine. Vehemently. Vehemently. If you love this podcast, please go rate on rate us. I'm gonna say that again. If you love this podcast, please go rate us on it. A- <laughs> oh my god.